Welcome to Mastering Midlife with Heidi. I'm Heidi, certified hypnotist and mindset coach, and in this podcast, I'm breaking down my secret code for midlife success. Are you trying to overcome people-pleasing behaviors, navigating divorce, living in debilitating self-doubt, or something else keeping you stuck? You're in the right place. I know that you're ready to get to the next level of your life feeling happy and fulfilled, so let's get started. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Mastering Midlife with Heidi. Thank you for listening and following along. I appreciate your support. Did you hear the amazing news that this podcast, Mastering Midlife with Heidi, is ranked in the top 10% globally of all podcasts? In the top 10% of over 3.2 million podcasts worldwide, this rating is based on the listen score. So when I say thank you for listening, it comes from the very bottom of my heart. I couldn't be more proud of what I've created in the last 11 months, and I'm so excited to continue bringing you free content this year. I'm gearing up for guest interviews and more. As always, if something resonates with you in this episode, please pass it along to a friend to help me reach more people. This matters now more than ever because it's one way we together can create a more peaceful, loving world. You may not realize it, but your energy acts like a pebble dropped in a pond. It ripples out farther than you can imagine and impacts so many people. And now, on with the show. Have you ever stayed in a job or relationship because you were afraid of what other people would think if you left? or? You were afraid you wouldn't find something better? Are there parts of your life you don't like, but you think that's just the way life is? Have you ever not spoken up about something extremely important in order to avoid conflict or another's reaction? If so, you're going to want to keep listening. As humans, we like to feel in control. We want to know the outcome before we jump into or let go of something. We have an innate instinct to stay safe, but this can keep us stuck in places. And if you're a people pleaser, this can run even deeper. People pleasers do what they can to keep others happy, but many times we don't realize that this is a way we maintain control. In today's episode, I'll be sharing my aha moment of realizing how I was trying to control my 17-year marriage and seeing in an instant how this was negatively impacting me and him. I'll talk about how people-pleasers are actually controlling when they think they're being nice. I'll be sharing more about what compels us to want to control so much in our lives. Stay tuned to the very end because I'm going to give you five things you can do to lessen the grip on your need to control. Ready? Let's dive in. Does the mention of change fill you with both longing and dread? You might want something to be different in your life, but you're afraid of what that looks like. As humans, we resist change. We want answers. We want to know the outcome. We want to know that we're safe. We maybe want something to be better, but we don't know if it's possible, so we hold on to what is. And we think holding on is how we control a situation. And if we're in control, that means we're safe. We feel secure in the control. In other words, the feeling of safety comes from things staying the same. 
Even if staying the same means we're not happy, we're feeling disrespected, we're feeling shame or neglect or even abused, we stay because the known feels safer than the unknown. The negative situation feels safe because it's familiar and it's predictable. A new situation feels scary because we have no idea what we'll discover when we leave the known and make a change. What if I let go and something bad happens? What if I lose my job? What if I can't find a new job? What if I can't find a new partner? What if they abandon me? What if I'm not liked? What if I fall on my face? You're holding on so tight to the rope, to whatever's on the other end, and you don't want to let go because you're afraid of what will happen. You'll lose control, be hurt, fail. Life feels like that, right? Most people like to feel in control because we want to feel safe. One of our mind's main jobs is to keep us safe, and we feel safe when we can predict what's going to happen, so we stick with the familiar and the known. People-pleasers can feel this even more deeply because we get a strong sense of safety from feeling accepted. So we do what we can to keep others happy in order to avoid being rejected. We've been conditioned to think when we're young that if others are happy, we'll be accepted, we'll be okay. That is, we'll stay safe. We don't realize that our morphing and avoiding and caretaking is actually a way that we are controlling. We attempt to prevent or minimize conflict by keeping others happy. We get validation and approval when we're nice, and so we do whatever's necessary to get along. We diminish our needs and feelings and make sure everyone else is taken care of. We apologize for things we didn't do in order to avoid the thought of someone else feeling hurt. All of these behaviors are controlling. We're either trying to control how someone else feels or reacts, or we're controlling to minimize our own discomfort that comes when we think about speaking our truth. We do whatever it takes to avoid negative outcomes. But all of this controlling and resisting change usually means holding on to things that no longer help us, things that hinder our growth and potentially trap us in traumatizing situations, emotionally, mentally, or physically. For many, this choice to stay often stems from fear, which is fueled by the uncertainty of the future. You know there's something better out there, but you're having trouble imagining what that would look like for you. You want to feel safe and secure. You're scared of the unknown. But you're also so exhausted by trying to keep your head above water that making decisions purely for yourself can feel difficult or wrong. You haven't trusted anyone in a while, even yourself. So making a change might feel like letting go of your last handhold, your lifeline, your last bit of security. I know because I've been there. In resisting change and clinging and holding on and grasping and needing to know what the future holds first, you don't allow things to go. When you don't allow things to go, you make no space for new to come in. But here's the thing. Many times we create our lives and stay in places we don't even like anymore. Before I share my story of trying to control the ending of my 17-year marriage and my huge aha moment, let's take a short 60-second break. 
Do you feel like you've lived your whole life for others and now you don't know the real you? Does it seem like your wants and needs don't matter, like you're not important? If you're saying yes, I hear you, I see you, and I've created something just for you. It's called Me First, and it's a community where you'll learn to prioritize your needs and desires, gain confidence and a strong sense of who you are. Say no without guilt and create a life that feels good in your heart without concern about judgment from others. As a member of the Me First community, you'll be among like-minded women all on a journey of self-discovery, and you'll find understanding, friendship, and unwavering support. You'll have guidance through expert-led discussions, guest speakers, and personal coaching. Plus, you'll build a toolkit of resources to help you conquer people-pleasing, critical self-talk, shame, resentment, and more so that you have the freedom to prioritize yourself and live life by your parameters. Join the Me First community as a founding member for exclusive pricing. The program starts soon. Check the episode description for the link. It's time to prioritize you and truly believe that you are important too. Now back to the episode. Welcome back. In 2010, my 17-year marriage felt like it was ending and I was grasping, clinging, holding onto that proverbial rope so tight, wanting to win, feel in control, scared of the unknown, whatever. I wasn't even sure, but it felt like I was starting to lose my grip. My husband at the time, everything he and our 21-year relationship represented to me is what was on the other end of the rope. I was holding on, playing this game of tug and war. I felt like I was standing on the edge of a cliff, holding on for dear life because I had no idea what was below. It seemed like my husband was on solid ground a few feet in front of me. If one of us let go of the rope, I saw me falling over the edge. I would plunge over the cliff into the unknown. No more safety, no more predictable, no more familiar, no more 17 years. I was taking my life coaching certification at the time, and I described this scene to the instructor, a coach. It's what I had been stressing over and struggling with for months. It felt dire. It felt like live or die. Hang on or let go and plummet. I didn't know how to stop grasping. And then the coach asked me a pivotal question. What would happen if you just let go of the rope? Let go of the rope? Are you kidding? But in that instant, I suddenly saw what I had been missing, and I laughed. I laughed so hard because I realized what would happen if I let go. I suddenly saw it so clearly in my mind, and I saw the truth. I saw my truth. I was trying to control it all, control him, the outcome, who won and who lost, who was right, who was wrong, his reaction, what other people would think even controlling, wanting to feel in control. I can't explain how or why, but I suddenly saw it so clearly. If I let go of the rope of trying to control, what I saw was that it would all just fade away. Because there would be no more resistance. There could be no tug of war. And when I dropped the rope, I no longer had to fear that I would fall. He may stumble backwards because of the sudden lack of resistance, but he'd find his footing. There would be no more tug of war, no more fight. We could both 
be free to move forward and grow into our new lives. I was tired of living a life I didn't love. So I let go of the rope. I stopped resisting and giving myself rope burns. I stopped trying to hold on to control over my marriage, over what was going to happen, over him, over my future, and I let it all go. I decided I was enough. I decided I could trust myself to handle the future, whatever it may be. I was willing to step into the unknown because I was done with the struggle and was ready to make space for something new to come in. I was done holding on to all of this just because I was scared of the unknown, or what people would think, or how I was hurting him, or how could I make it on my own. Letting go is the only way to create space for new. And letting go means stop trying to control everything. So what are you holding on to? What's on the other end of your rope? What are you treating as a lifeline that is actually holding you back from living your life? That's causing you pain. That's keeping you from living a life you absolutely love. I understand that holding on feels safer than the unknown, but it's hurting you. It's holding you back. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you create space for the life you want to live, a life you love. Here are five things you can do to learn to focus on yourself and stop controlling. The first one is to establish boundaries. People pleasers often struggle with setting and maintaining boundaries. Learning to establish clear boundaries is essential for letting go of control. This involves recognizing and communicating your personal limits to avoid overcommitting and feeling responsible for others' emotions. The second thing is to practice self-care. Prioritize self-care to build a stronger sense of self-worth and reduce dependence on others' validation of you. Take time for yourself. Engage in activities that bring you joy and focus on your own personal well-being. This will help you shift your focus from external approval to internal acceptance. The third thing is to challenge perfectionism. People-pleasers often strive for perfection to gain approval. Acknowledge that perfection is not a thing. This will alleviate the need for excessive control over outcomes because you won't be trying to make everything perfect for everybody. Learn to be assertive is the fourth thing. Assertiveness is a skill we have to learn. It's not automatic, but it's necessary to learn how to express your needs, preferences, and opinions without fearing conflict or disapproval, without feeling guilty. Learning to communicate assertively allows people-pleasers to have a voice in decisions, and it reduces the need to control situations because we're no longer prioritizing others' needs over our own. And the fifth one is seek professional support. I can't emphasize this one enough. Find a community, find a coach, join Codependence Anonymous, or get in therapy or counseling to explore the root causes of your people-pleasing and develop healthier coping mechanisms. A professional can provide guidance, support, and strategies for letting go of control and building self-confidence and acceptance. Letting go can be scary. Working with someone who's been there and can guide you makes it a transformative opportunity instead. If you're in a place in your life where you're ready to move away from something, a relationship, a job, a city, 
I can teach you tools to take the fear out of letting go so that you can create space for something new to come in. What does working with me look like? I offer one-on-one coaching where we work intimately together. I also offer an amazing community of women called Me First, where you would be supported and get coaching in a small group setting. Both of these are online, so it doesn't matter where you live. By working through how you view yourself, existing beliefs, poor habits, past traumas, and patterns of thinking, you'll find healing and instill new modes of thinking. I help you see your BS, your blind spots, that are keeping you stuck. I'll guide you to trust yourself and your intuition. I'll teach you how to fully accept yourself. And coaching isn't just about listening. It's about finding actions specific for you that literally change the way your brain processes things. How cool is that? You can have more in your life. You can have everything you desire. That's not a dream for others. That's a reality that you create for yourself. And I'm here to guide you when you're ready. And until next time, make sure you're following the show because in the next episode, I'll be celebrating my 61st birthday and the one-year anniversary of this podcast with some special content. I'd love to have you celebrate with me. I'll leave you with this quote by Ann Landers. Some people believe holding on and hanging in there are signs of great strength. However, there are times when it takes much more strength to know when to let go and then do it. And also a quote by E.M. Forster. We must be willing to let go of the life we had planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. Talk to you soon. Thank you for spending time with me today. To continue on your journey of mastering midlife, click the link in the description to download my free guide, 20 Ways to Say No Without Feeling Guilty. See you in the next episode.